All set. Glasses adjusted. They're fitting a lot better now. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you got hit in the face with that ball. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan Show, right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. You are listening to a 7 o'clock fun time with Dan and Jordan. We're going to improvise some stuff for you. We're going to do some good improv. That is what is bringing you the show today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys have fun. Because we're going to make it as fun as we can within our time. And we do fill your laugh meter higher than everybody else. So we'll give you 30 minutes of fun. After that, you're going to have to like deal with yourself for the rest of the day. Exactly. Your top-ups on fun are up to you. We can only get your laugh meter so high. If you want to have more fun with us, just go to our archive on SoundCloud, and that gives you a full 24 hours of fun. Go to the page and say, fill her up. <laughs> so I got a couple complaints recently. Okay. A lot of people that are buying the quicksand that we're selling are saying that the sand is moving pretty slowly. So people are falling in it like normal, totally good. But then it comes time to suck them under, and they say it's taking like hours and hours the sand doesn't suck them down. Well, quicksand isn't really regulated that highly. I mean, as long as the sand is moving, it qualifies as quicksand. I mean, it's not like, you know, the Federal Sand Commission has been established and is like regulating all these different sands. So, I mean, our quicksand is go- as good as anyone else's. It functions. It works. Oh, hold on. I'm, I'm getting a text from the boss here. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Huh. Well, it turns out they've established a Federal Sand Commission here to deal with issues like this. Darn it. Knew this was coming. You knew this was coming? Why didn't you mention it to anyone? I don't think it was like pertinent information. You know, we're in the quicksand game. Obviously, it's a pertinent information. Next time we're we're in a game and I have pertinent information, then I'll make sure to let you Now's know. Now's not the time to be angry with you. Now's the time to worry about complaints just like this. How are we going to make our quicksand quicker? Fastest moving rodent, I think, is a mouse. We'll put mice in the sand. Will that make it move any quicker? We'll, we'll give, a, we'll give f- five free mice with every bag of sand. We can't have just dead mice floating in people's quicksand. Quicksand pool cleaners will be happy to have that happening, but people who use quicksand will not enjoy that at all. This is a weird hobby that overtook America as well, like getting into quicksand. I agree. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy that people got really into it. I'm riding the wave here. You know, I've sold a lot of quicksand to a lot of people. I'm just saying that people are now complaining that it's not moving fast enough. And it's like, that's the thing. We saturate the market with this quicksand. And suddenly the consumers are wanting more and more and more. They want new innovations in quicksand. They don't want to just be buying what their parents bought. No, they don't. They want something better. Yeah, something that's like a little more revolutionized. All right, we'll, we'll make more our... Something more modern quicksand. Okay, okay. A quicksand for the fast-moving pace of today. We'll add in, let's lubricate our quicksand. See, we'll... now that's an idea. Yeah, there we go. Let's lubricate it. You know, our bodies secrete a lot of natural oil. So let's get into the quicksand. Let's see if, you know... No, no, that's not going to do it. What do you mean? My hair gets greasy like after one, two, three days, you know? Well, still, though, that's not going to be enough. You think we need more? We don't need real grease here. Okay. Well, help me out of the quicksand because I already... You know, say what you will about the speed of our quicksand, but the strength... I Listen, it's really tough to pull you out here. (laughs) There you go. The the strength is great. Well, you know what? I'll just... I'll stay here. We'll, We'll get me out in a bit. Let's keep thinking That's about how thing. we can make you this faster. You know you're in no danger here. You understand that you're in no danger. That's the whole problem with our quicksand. Used to be that quicksand was there. People were like, whoa, I got to stay away. I'm scared. Treat it with reverence. But now it's not even moving fast enough to get them down under there half the time. People are able to run and get a stick or get some help. You know, another thing too, sometimes when people use quicksand, it's to like get rid of things. And if I was trying to get rid of something and I threw it there and it was just sitting there, you know, staring back at me and it just wasn't gone right away, I guess I would be a little upset. So, yeah. Imagine if your toilet did that. Nobody would want that toilet. God, no. So, I think the same should be said of quicksand. 
We could add butter. I got some extra butter in the fridge. Well, let's lose some industrial lubricant. Let's start with the best, and we'll see what happens. All right. Well, let's take the oil out of our cars, because uh, they got... The oil is grease. That'd be good, I guess, yeah. All right. A week later. Okay, so I'm afraid I got another problem here. All the oil-based quicksand we've been sending out lately, it's been moving too fast now is the problem too we're having. Too fast. Yeah. So consumers are demanding that the quicksand move slightly less fast than this. It's just too fast. Because if they decide, oh, you know what? I accidentally dropped something in the quicksand. It's like, gone. Too fast. this is why we got out of the mattress game. Oh, the mattress is too firm. The mattress is too soft. People can't make up their freaking minds. I know. I know. Listen, I'm having as hard a time with this as you are. We're not regular quicksand users. That's the problem. We don't use these things at home. This is just a money-making thing for us. We got a whole batch of quick moving quicksand. It's way too quick. So it's not even worth anything. May as well be called fast sand at this point. Well, let's slow it down. Turtles are slow. We can give away five turtles with every bag. Maybe it's just me, but I'm kind of irritated that the future isn't more like the Jetsons led me to believe it would be. It's because we don't have like things like moving escalators no, no, everywhere in your home. I don't care about any of that. Oh. I don't care about any of that or any of the futuristic technology or nothing. Is it because they banned the name Elroy? No, no, no. I don't care about that either. That really doesn't bother me. It's like, I just kind of thought that by now, everybody would be working in a cog factory or a sprocket factory. Well, there were a lot of people working at uh, that sprocket factory, but... It shut down. It did shut down. That's what I'm saying. Nothing like the Jetsons. That sprocket factory and a cog factory operated across the street from one another for years. No trouble. Well, nobody's safe in today's world, no, in the, today's economy. It's unfortunate. You would have thought that there would have been stability in the sprocket industry. I would have thought cogs. the cogs and sprockets. Exactly. There's room for both. Yeah. Room for both. No need to just say, oh, I only want cogs or I only want sprockets. You have that choice as a consumer. Exactly. And what you choose to use is up to you. I mean, cogs, yeah, they're great. A little more volatile, you know, things going up and down. Totally. Sprockets. Sprockets are reliable. Reliable, but a little less flashy. A little less flashy. I don't know if you've ever seen a cog fire, but a cog fire is dangerous, yes, but spectacular to behold. Mm-hmm. And a sprocket fire, while less dangerous, is also less spectacular. It's not that great. I mean, it's just like kind of like a regular fire. Unless I told you specifically it was a sprocket fire, you'd never even know the difference. But a cog fire, you look up, you're like, whoa, cog fire. When that cog factory burnt down, oh boy, what a show. Yes, a lot of men lost their lives that day, but of course, at the expense of that, I think they got a spectacular tribute. Let's be honest, a lot of robots died that day too. I would classify those as lives lost. They were they were self-aware. Okay, they knew, they fair enough, fair there. enough. We can classify the robots too. And honestly, a lot of the robots had cogs in their bodies, so... Extra fire. Extra fire, but extra spectacular though. Yeah. Contrast that with the sprocket factory that burnt down though. That was just sad. Just sad. People were burning and dying, and you were just like, oh my God, there was this is nothing horrible. to enjoy. Yeah, there was absolutely nothing to enjoy about it. Horrible. Everything I can't about even imagine it was this. terrible and depressing. So many people and robots just <sighs> needlessly suffering. They locked the doors. Well, it had so to. So the fire wouldn't Contain spread. The fire, yeah. I... That's the thing about sprocket fires. They spread easily. You know, I, uh, I built my house out of sprocket, whole neighborhood. You built the whole neighborhood out of sprockets. Well, I didn't, I didn't build the whole neighborhood. Oh, you built your house out of sprockets. I sprocket. built my house out of because sprocket. Because the whole neighborhood was already built out of sprockets anyway. You I was figured. in a sprocket zone. Yeah. No, I dig that. I understand. So, yeah. Well, I actually went against all my neighbors and did a cog one. Really? Yeah. I was just like, I can't take the chance. When my family and I burn in this house, I want there to at least be some... Some spectacular... Some fanfare, you know? Some spectacle. Something for people to enjoy. 
not just everybody's sitting there crying. It's like, oh my God, it's horrible. Dan and his family have all burnt to death in this horrible sprocket fire. Yeah. You know what you should do? Just keep a couple cogs in the house. Hey, but then you're going to get a cog safe. Well, that's true, because people will try to break in and get those cogs, especially in an all sprocket neighborhood. Trust me, I've had a lot of problems with people trying to steal parts from my house in an all sprocket neighborhood. I feel like every person who has a sprocket house kind of wants a cog house yeah. secretly. Well, they probably do. They probably do. You know? Now that I think about it, it's kind of weird that they built those factories so close to each other. Well, yeah, the demand just isn't quite there yet. But once all houses are built out of cogs and sprockets, I think things are going to really take off. We'll finally get to Jetsons times. I am here to give you uh, the diagnosis of what you've been suffering from. And uh, I think I'm ready. It turns out you are allergic to winter. I'm allergic to winter? You're allergic to winter. Basically the winter cold. Like the cold. God. Yeah. So I know this is going to be uncomfortable for you because we live in such a wintry environment. It's winter here most of the year. And you are a ice sculptor by profession. Yeah, so. that's my job. I work in an interior freezer most of the time. I don't work outside in the cold. Is it the winter cold that gets me or is it just cold in general? Because I might be able to keep doing my work if I could use like an, a man-made cold of some kind. Well, I'd like to show you this graph. It describes different kinds of cold. You see there's cold which is inside of this bubble. And then there's winter cold, which is outside of that bubble. Oh, thank God. So, well, actually, this is worse. Oh, because no. all cold is winter cold by varying degrees, right? We I just, see. So it's winter cold encompassing all other cold. It's not winter yeah. cold being kept separate from all other colds. Cold was an easier term to catch on. As you can see by this diagram, we have uh, different trends. I see that. Inside of this bubble, it's cold. And then inside, outside of this bubble is other words that we would phrase. It's like super cold. Mega cold. Winter cold is what it actually is, but we found cold was the, the most. Well, that's what I've always used yeah. to describe cold when I'm out and about. I don't say winter cold specifically. I just say cold. Exactly. So. Well, I. That was us. I appreciate the science lesson. Does this mean I won't be able to open my fridge now? Uh, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to have any fridges or fridge-like devices well, within your home. Well, I'm going to keep my food safe then. Well, sir, uh, I can show you a lovely assortment of firearms if you want to keep your property safe. Not my property, my food. Well, your food is your property. If you've purchased it, I hope you understand that. Fine. Has anybody yes, told you after you've purchased food that it yes. doesn't really belong to you? Yes, no, they haven't. Okay. Well, that's oh. how it works. Okay. Okay, so I guess I'll have to stop ice sculpting. I... You're going to Yeah, I would recommend it. I, I know you don't always listen to your doctor, Frank. I wear gloves. You can try to insulate yourself. But just breathing in the cold will that also harm me? Being close to it, being in proximity to it. So There's even, cold molecules throughout the air. You even see. looking at something cold will. Well, if you look at something cold, you might notice some irritation around your eyes. I'll probably start crying. Actually, you may, you may, and those tears may freeze. I also do a lot of deep sea diving. Now, is cold created by really cold water the same kind of cold as winter cold? Or well, winter affects water a little bit differently than everything else. Oh, because water expands. Of course, and makes so, ice. So uh, it makes ice. Uh, which means that winter cold is in water at a molecular level. Oh, it's um, mo oh my God. So, so drinking water also is... Well, I would recommend you switch to some other type of fluid. What if I boiled the water first? If Throw you can get the it, winter cold out the hotter there. you can get it, the better it'll be. I can tell you that. So just stick to hot drinks. It's like a hot chocolate maybe? or Yeah, hot chocolate would be good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to prescribe some hot chocolates for you. Oh, boy. Okay, well, what about, what about things like Icy Hot, for instance? Because I rub those on my muscles sometimes after I've... I, after I've had a good oh. ski, after I've been skiing, I would rub that on my muscles. 
Well, unfortunately, cold science, you know, with the, the icy being the, the cold That's part what of I'm that. worried about. Obviously, the hot I yeah. can't deal if with. You, hot patches are fine. I would avoid any cold patches. Uh, I would also, I hope that your career is going really well right now. Avoid any slumps because that could be related well, to I'm gonna the Well, I'm going to have to quit my career. I'm a ice sculptor by oh, trade. Oh, well, I hope that's not going to be a cold patch for you. I noticed you, you know? didn't mention the skiing, though. Is the skiing in? I. As long as you're fully covered. Fully covered? Yeah, I would get cold insurance. Oh Winter cold God. insurance, which we sell here at the, the You lab. sell it here? You've got I, it? That's what I do in my part-time. I don't know if I've ever told you that. but uh, No, you never yeah, mentioned. I could show you a pamphlet later. You never mentioned that you work for the Winter Cold Insurance Company. I Well, I dabble. I dabble. Yeah. Interesting. But anyway, so yeah. I, you know what? This is a conflict of interest. A what? I was trying to hold my tongue, but this is a conflict of interest. You can't work for the Winter Cold Insurance Company and then prescribe me something to cure my winter cold. Well, no, no. When I'm here, I'm your doctor. Okay. And when I'm not here, I'm also doing, you know... Insurance sales, if you ever need to get covered under... I think under... this whole thing is crap. I'm going to walk out this door without now, a jacket. Frank. Now, Frank, I wouldn't recommend that. I'm going to go into the cold right now. I know, gonna... I know you like to disobey your doctor, but I eat this hot pepper. Do something. No, I'm just going out there. Frank, no. Frank. <laughs> You'll be okay. Just an allergic reaction. Freak socks. This is the midway point of the Dan and Jordan show, so do whatever you got to do with that information. So I don't believe in expiry dates. I think they're just silly. It's a suggestion, if anything. You know what? A lot of my friends have been saying this to me lately. Now you just kind of just keep using stuff. Really? Yeah. Just see how far you can go, man. The human body is incredibly resilient. I'm just throwing stuff away at the expiry date. That's, see, that's where they got you, man. I do it reli- Oh my god, religiously, I was gonna say. Yeah. Wow. Maybe you're right. Maybe it's time to rethink this. I got some pickles that have been in my fridge for probably, like, six months. They're right on the cusp. I think I got, like, three days until the expiry date. Maybe I'll- Maybe I'll just leave them in. Yeah, just leave them in. What's- they're pickles. What's the worst that could happen? They're in vinegar. And vinegar doesn't go bad. Yeah, it doesn't expire. It's an acid. Wow. Wow, that's a good point. Yeah. And do we even need the fridge at all, though? That's the real question. Well, that's what I've been wondering. Have you ever tried just leaving stuff on the counter? Because I never have. I. That's why I wanted to show you this when I got my groceries today. I just left everything out. I left my milk, my eggs, my cheese. I left this pork out and this cupcake. And I mean, like, it all seems fine. It does seem okay. Yeah. You ever had warm milk before? It's delicious. I haven't. I've always thought, you know, got to keep it cold. I got. I'm gonna die. Yeah. Well, that's where I think they've been tricking everybody. You know what? I've never even considered leaving stuff outside the fridge before. Look at all the extra space that I got now. That I don't have a fridge here. I see here. that. This is so deeply embedded in me that I never even considered it as an opinion before. I got a whole corner that I can use now for whatever I want. God, I'm thinking back now, and even as a child, I would go to the fridge for food. It's just like imprinted on my mind. You think the fridge people are behind this? I do. I do. Oh, my God. Every house has a fridge. Every house I've ever been in has a fridge. Why do you think the fridge guy in the commercials is always dressed in blue? It's because Big Fridge wants you to trust him. Blue's the color of trust. It's the color of trust. That's right. 
And the wow. Frid, that's, they get you when you're young. Familiar man in a blue suit. That's why the police wear blue, because of fridges. Wow. Every house I've ever been in has a fridge. Some have a freezer. And that brings me to the second portion of what I was about to show you. Everything that was in my freezer is now just here in this pile. Well, there doesn't seem to be any problems here at all. Exactly. It's just, I mean, most of it's still frozen. For now. For now. But yeah, I'm thinking I don't need that either. How weird is it that we freeze food? Yeah. I never even thought of that. It's winter inside of your house the entire time. Why would you want that? You build a house to escape the cold. Not to bring it in. To bring it inside is just... And what do they say they do with steaks to make them taste better? They age them. And how do you age a steak in the fridge? You can't, because the cold stops the aging process. Wow. We learned that with Walt Disney. They froze him. Oh my God. And his aging just stopped. The fridge people are a part of that too, aren't they? I think so. I think the fridge people run Disney. I wouldn't doubt that one bit. Disney has the best fridges of all. Have you ever noticed that that's a little bit weird? When I went to Disneyland, they were selling ice cream out of like a portable freezer. A freezer you just wheel around and bring with you. Yeah, this goes deep. A deep freeze. Why not just put them on a handcart? Why not just have some sort of belt with things in, in pockets? Pull them out. Easy. Yeah. Oh, man. Come on. I can't believe I never noticed it. You know, thank you for sharing this with me. I. Wow. <laughs> On a tour of the Nile River, I expected to see some crocodiles. I understand that. Now there's no crocodiles there. You're disappointed, right? I'm disappointed. I'm trying a new route out today. I was told there was going to be some hippos and some elephants fighting on this route, and yeah. I thought that would be more exciting than just seeing yeah, some been crocs nice to see a fight. There. But then the hippos and the elephants didn't end up fighting at all. They just kind of were hanging out together. And Listen, come back again, do another tour. I promise you crocs this time, okay? We cut to next week. Really sorry that all we saw were gators today, sir. I Yeah, I was really hoping to see... Uh, I know last time I promised Crocs. Really looking forward to Crocs. I wore my Crocs. And I see they've been autographed by the crocodile hunter himself, Mr. Steve Irwin. They have. I'm surprised they've been so meticulously kept during that time because he's been dead for quite some time. And you know how he died in a fight with an animal. I just, I don't know why I thought the brochure for Steve's attack tour would have included an animal attack. I just... And crocodile-specific attacks. Crocodile I know I promise crocodile-specific attacks. Listen, just give me one last chance, okay? This time I promise crocodiles will be fighting, okay? Okay. Cut to next week. I mean, I understand you're not happy with what I've presented you here, but to be fair, these employees dressed as crocodiles did have quite a big argument in front of you. They're a real-life couple, and they, in fact, may be breaking up for real following this. So I'm just, I'm just saying it's... I would have preferred if they would have acted more like a crocodile be honest with you, if they would have hissed a bit at each other. Honestly, um, honestly, that's what I instructed them to do, but it, they must have had some other real pro- life problems going on. Just like crocodiles, you know, when they, they actually argue with their mates, much like this. I this assume crocodiles Very realistic less, from that perspective. Less cuss words, however, though, I'm sure. No, 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 the, around the same amount. It was uh, strikingly similar to well, the footage I you, that, that I've was, that pleasured. Was I mean, the footage that I've um, viewed for research for my book. Of course, of course. I'm writing a book, you see, on, on crocodiles. Crocodiles. Yes. Do you know mm. of a uh, a crocodile crocodile that would fight with me? Well, I I mean, I suppose I could arrange something like that, sir. You know, you, I catch your correct meaning. You do these tours. You offer certain services. What if I, I What if I wanted to climb in there with a croc? Just you and the croc, just one the, on one? Just the croc and I in a private room. Private? With some Chardonnay. 
Well, we would prefer to have somebody in there spotting you against the croc to make sure that no serious harm was done to either yourself or the croc. Hmm. Well. We do have a house croc that we allow people to... I guess if I was fighting in the dark, I wouldn't notice if there were one or two extra I bodies I suppose in the we room. could turn the lights down for you, sir. We could accommodate that. But, sir, I, I must tell you that the last man who fought a croc in the manner I think you're talking about... Man-to-man combat. Man to, uh, yes, man-to-man yes. man combat with, with the croc. Uh, well, man-to-croc combat. Whatever you like I don't to want call to fight it, a man. I, this is very, very it important It will be a, f- a real croc. It's a real croc. It's a male croc, however. Better not be a man in a crocodile suit. Well, well, we'll find a real croc for you. We'll find a real croc for you, okay? But the last man who did this, he was not very satisfied. He did not fight the animal to completion. The match was interrupted? Well, he had a change of heart during the thing and... Listen, that's that's neither here nor there. The last time it was a guy in a croc suit, so... <laughs> Due to rising cinnamon costs and the difficulty we've been having in finding a cinnamon supplier, we're cutting the cinnamon out of cinnamon buns. What? Everybody comes here because we're the cinnamon bun place in the city, the best one. I know. Well, I mean, I think we're the best one. Our reviews don't say that, but I believe we're the best I one. I believe in us, too. I don't care what the reviews say. It's no more cinnamon. No. No more cinnamon. Oh, man. Can we still have cinnamon for the coffees? For the No, no, no cinnamon anywhere. The Cinnamon Bun Cafe will not be serving cinnamon any longer. My favorite gum is cinnamon gum. Well, you can bring in cinnamon gum if you can find it. Oh, I can bring it into the building? Of course. We won't be able to use it to bake anymore. Oh, darn it. I don't know if you had any plans to use any cinnamon and stuff, but if you do, then throw them out. Maybe we'll use nutmeg. Nutmeg. Nobody wants nutmeg. I know. That's what made my last cafe fail. Is it like, is cinnamon deadly? No. Is that why they're making us get rid of it? No, they're not making us get rid of it. It's just our suppliers can't find it. The oh, prices our are going suppliers up. can't find There's it. There's been a bunch of cinnamon wars in other parts of the country. Oh, that God. Nothing sorry. we can do about. I had cinnamon in my ears. I'm sorry. You have cinnamon in your ears? We can't be well, wasting I had, the last I was... cinnamon that we have on ears. It's all over your clothes, for God's sake. You wonder why I was looking so dark well, and I thought you were looking nice. I thought maybe you... Oh, well, thank you. I've been rubbing it on my skin in between my shifts. Don't rub cinnamon on you. Oh, my God. Well, I use it for a lot of things. Oh, my God. Have you? I use it for a lot of things at the Cinnamon Bun Cafe here. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll stop. I'll stop doing my cinnamon dips. Okay, please do. As I've been referring to them. You've been, re- you've been doing them so much you had to create a term to define them. It wasn't just like, oh, I went in the cinnamon one day. It's I'm doing my cinnamon dips. Yeah, I may have mentioned it once. Okay. That's fine. We just have to move forward from here. When we run out of the cinnamon we have, here's what we'll do, okay? Mm-hmm. We'll use the nutmeg. We'll call it cinnamon. We'll call it cinnamon. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yes. <sighs> That's breaking the baker's code. I know. You could get kicked out of the guild for that. I have already been kicked out of the guild. You what? Well, at the nutmeg cafe, I was using cinnamon and calling it nutmeg. You told me this was an official guild bakery when I applied here. Of course. Nobody checks. Nobody checks with the bakery's guild if it's a good bakery. They just say, oh, it's got cinnamon buns. Who cares? God, Gerald. Okay, I'm sorry. It is what it is. Okay, okay. Listen, you're part okay, of this okay, now, okay? Okay. Your hands are your hands are dirty. You got cinnamon all over your hands. I know. Like That's seriously, wash your hands before you touch anything else. You got cinnamon. Well, I, I, my, yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. All right. Well, you want me to yeah. grab things with my feet? Don't try to find your feet are also covered in cinnamon. <laughs> Tastes good. I guess I, maybe I shouldn't be eating it. No, Is use that... it now. It's fine. I mean, it's oh. already used. We're not going to use it on the customers now. Okay. Well, we can, we can like, boil what I got on my clothes. We can get that out. We can get that out. That I'll accept. 
What if we freeze it? What if we freeze the cinnamon? We could do that. And use a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of nutmeg. Still call it cinnamon. And stretch it out. I think that's what we have to do. I think, I, okay. Maybe well, the war will be over by then. Maybe. You know we'll how wars are. Right. They start and end all the time. Who knows? Maybe one side will win. I hope it's ours. I hope so, too. I hope it's the cinnamon warriors who win and not whoever's trying to destroy cinnamon. What kind of war is that, anyway? Yeah, what kind of sick person would want to destroy cinnamon? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the geopolitics of it. I just know that it's affecting us. You've reached the end of another episode of the Dad and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. And you can hear us each and every Saturday at 7. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you have a good day. And also follow us online at Good Improv on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Post pictures, have fun, and get in touch. <laughs>